This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. If you're constantly on the hunt for a good deal, then you need Rakuten. Rakuten is the smartest way to save money when you shop because members get cash back at over 3,500 stores across every category, including fashion, beauty, electronics, home essentials, traveling, dining, and more. You're already shopping at your favorite stores. Why not save while you're doing it? It's a no-brainer. Get the Rakuten app now and join the 17 million members who are already saving. Cashback rates change daily. See Rakuten.com for details. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Your cashback really adds up. Vaccine trial paused. We're absolutely clear that safety comes first. Winds whip wildfires. The whole sky here was all red. The fireball was coming through this tree line. Police shoot boy with autism. He's a small child. Come on, give me a break. Good morning, I'm Steve Kathan with the CBS World News Roundup. A late-stage study of a COVID-19 vaccine is suddenly on hold after the drug maker found a patient with an unexplained illness. Health experts warned there could be setbacks in the race to get a safe, effective vaccine. Here's CBS's Steve Futterman. AstraZeneca is halting phase three testing after a participant in the UK had an adverse reaction. CBS's Dr. David Agus. It is a routine thing in clinical trials that when there is a serious adverse event, clinical trials are put on hold while the investigators look into whether the adverse event was from the vaccine. Dr. Anthony Fauci gave his thoughts on CBS this morning. It's unfortunate that it happened. Hopefully they'll work it out and be able to proceed along with the remainder of the trial. But you don't know. They need to investigate it further. And the World Health Organization's chief scientist reacting to the news said even though the world wants a vaccine quickly, the process still has to follow the rules of the game. There are two other vaccine candidates now in late-stage trials. Dr. Richard Novak is involved in one of them. There is some political pressure. Fortunately, I feel like we've been mostly shielded from it. The American Academy of Pediatrics says COVID-19 cases in children now top half a million. Many schools across the country opened for classes or virtual learning yesterday. CBS's David Begnaud is following a court battle playing out in Iowa. I know our students need to be in school, but not at the expense of their health. That's Thomas Ahart, superintendent of Des Moines Public Schools. He went against Iowa Governor Kim Reynolds' order to hold at least 50% of classes in person. In defying state law and now defying a court order, are you basically doing this because you think it's right? That's the only reason that we're doing this. Ahart says he's continuing all classes online until further notice because even at 50% capacity, student safety, he believes, will be compromised. We cannot do it and meet 
social distancing requirements. The pandemic has prompted Los Angeles to ban trick-or-treating for Halloween next month. An economic study from the University of San Diego estimates the big motorcycle rally in Sturgis, South Dakota, may have been responsible for 260,000 new coronavirus cases. That analysis has not been peer-reviewed, and the state's Republican governor has attacked it as fiction. Well, now to the West and the wildfires that have turned life into a nightmare in several states. Strong winds made a bad situation worse. There were air rescues in California. Washington's governor reported more fire damage in a day than they normally see in a year. CBS's Carter Evans. The Bobcat Fire, about 30 miles east of Los Angeles, has residents preparing for the worst. The Santa Ana winds worry me a lot. When they kick up, I don't think the firefighters have a chance. After doubling in size, the Dolan Fire, burning in rugged terrain along the central coast, forced 14 firefighters to deploy their emergency shelters. When you deploy a fire shelter, that's kind of a last chance for survival. The National Guard used military helicopters for the second time to rescue more than 100 campers in the Sierra National Forest. It's like a nuclear bomb had exploded and it was crazy. Mary Breckenridge was overjoyed to have her son back in her arms. I'm happy that she's happy. It was smoky up there. The Justice Department's asking to take over President Trump's defense in a defamation lawsuit brought by E. Jean Carroll, a writer who's accused him of rape. Legal analyst Laurie Levinson. This is certainly a first. I have never seen a case like this where the president is being sued for defamation and now he wants the Justice Department to take that case to federal court, defend him, and actually become the defendant in the action. That could mean the government, not Mr. Trump, could have to pay any damages if they are awarded. President Trump hit Florida and North Carolina yesterday. Key states this fall as both he and Joe Biden traded jabs. Joe doesn't have the strength. He doesn't have the mental capability to control these people. Look at how he steps and look how I step. Watch how I run up ramps and he stumbles down ramps, okay? Each candidate targets Michigan over the next couple of days. CBS's Stephen Portnoy says the president indicates he's willing to spend his own money if he has to on the campaign. Mr. Trump says big spending on campaign advertising early in the year was necessary to combat criticism from Democrats and bad press. His new campaign manager, Bill Stepien, says he's now eyeing the budget very carefully. The chief and other top police leaders in Rochester, New York, have retired or stepped down amid allegations of a cover-up over the suffocation death of a black man back in March. Mayor Lovely Warren says she was kept in the dark about the circumstances surrounding the encounter. I will be meeting with city council to chart a path forward. I am committed to instituting the reforms necessary in our police department. Several investigations are underway in the Salt Lake City area after the police response to a mother who was having trouble with her 13-year-old autistic son. Get down on the ground! Get down on the ground! Bam, 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 bam. <laughs> Golda Barton said her son was unarmed and couldn't regulate his behavior. The teen was shot by officers and is in the hospital. He's a small child. Why don't you just tackle him? You are big police officers with massive amounts of resources. New diversity standards have been laid out for Best Picture nominees at the Oscars. This includes on-screen and off-screen elements of the production. The film must have one lead character or key supporting character from an underrepresented racial or ethnic group. 
Well, a much-loved and ridiculed TV show about a family wrapped in fame is heading into its last season, as we hear from CBS's Matt Piper. After more than a decade... Where's Kim? Kim is always... Keeping up with the Kardashians will be ending its run. The reality TV show has followed the lives of the Kardashian-Jenner family since 2007, and there have been 12 spin-off shows. The show gave rise to a new kind of fame born of reality TV. We don't normally give much thought to wastewater, but experts are considering it as they look for ways to contain the coronavirus. Researchers in Athens at the University of Georgia are monitoring the spread of coronavirus through wastewater. UGA professor Aaron Lipp. A way to quickly look at a lot of people at one time, much faster than you can with the diagnostic test of, you know, trying to test about, you know, 100,000 people at once. She says it can give cities and counties an idea of where things are going. So, for example, in Athens, you know, the data that we've collected so far suggests that the levels in sewage actually started declining when our mask ordinance went into place. She says testing sewage samples could be a helpful tool in stopping the spread of the virus going forward. Sabrina Cupid for CBS News Atlanta. More than 160 human rights groups are calling on the International Olympic Committee to reconsider its choice of China to hold the 2022 Winter Games. The letter says Beijing cracked down on minority groups before and after the 08 Summer Games. That's the Roundup. I'm Steve Kathan, CBS News. Hi, it's Stephen Colbert, and I'm here to tell you about The Late Show Pod Show, which is the podcast of The Late Show with me, Stephen Colbert, and I'm here with my uh, producer of the podcast, Becca. Hi, Becca. Hi, Stephen. And how long have you been the, the producer of this? We've been doing this for two years now. Okay, and and what is it like to attempt to uh, get feedback from me about the podcast? Be honest about how quickly I respond to emails. You actually respond to emails surprisingly fast. Really? I, I think you might be the only person I respond to. <laughs> I respond to quickly. Oh well, that's good. Yeah. I expected I expected you to lay into me. Well, this was over the strike period. Oh, I had time. Yeah. See, that, that does that doesn't count. <laughs> sure, I responded to everything because responding to you putting reruns up on the podcast was like a form of employment. Yeah. I felt like I had something to get up for every yeah. day. So thank you for that. Listen to The Late Show Pod Show with Stephen Colbert wherever you get your podcasts. Nancy's love story could have been ripped right out of the pages of one of her own novels. She was a romance mystery writer who happens to be married to a chef. But this story didn't end with a happily ever after. When I stepped into the kitchen, I could see that Chef Brophy was on the ground and I heard somebody say, call 911. As writers, we'd written our share of murder mysteries. So when suspicion turned to Dan's wife, Nancy, we weren't that surprised. The first person they look at would be the spouse. We understand that's usually the way they do it. But we began to wonder, had Nancy gotten so wrapped up in her own novels... There are murders in all of the books. ...that she was playing them out in real life? You can listen to Happily Never After, Dan and Nancy, early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Hi, this is Jill Schlesinger, CBS News business analyst, certified financial planner, and host of the Money Watch podcast. This is the show where your money is not scary and it's not boring. It is a show that's all about you. It's your questions that make it possible for me to provide unconventional and entertaining insights on your money and maybe more importantly, on your life. 
I'm going to be your financial coach, someone who brings common sense and an insider's perspective on how to manage your money and your emotions. And I promise we are going to have a little bit of fun along the way. Have a question from retirement to career changes to college funding? Just send us an email at askjill at jillonmoney.com. Follow Money Watch wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen ad-free on the Amazon Music or Wondery app.